Welcome to the Woe Podcast about horses and horsemanship. You found the place where we talk about everything horses. I'm John Hare. On today's show, I want to talk about investing in you and your horse. Recently, I rode scratch at a ranch work riding clinic. It was 100 bucks for the clinic. That was two hours away. So add another 60 bucks in gas. When we arrived, I settled scratch and we did a little groundwork to warm up. Then the clinic started and we began working on some very basic exercises. Now, not a lot of time was spent here. They are the basic exercises after all. It was a small clinic. I've been to other larger clinics where once the instructor starts doing the basics, the participants work on it a few minutes, then quickly bored, start doing something else. I was trying to get Scratch to do these exercises perfectly and he's far from perfect. Doing the exercises over and over again helped us both. I focused on my seat and leg position, I paid attention to how much pressure I was using and where. I tried to get lighter. It wasn't working at first, but I stayed with it and the repetition helped. To keep it interesting for him, I'd change direction and give him a 10 second break when I thought he got it right. Slowly, over the course of 10 to 15 minutes, he improved. The clinic progressed and we worked on about four or five of these basic exercises. You know them, yielding the hindquarters, forequarters, side passing, backing up. An interesting thing happened. By spending some real time on these exercises, I learned some things. I learned that his turn on the hind was much better to the left. That it took a pretty big leg cue to get him to back up with any speed. I learned he could get lighter especially on yielding his hindquarters. It was only because we spent some dedicated time on these exercises that I learned these things. We soon moved on to pushing cattle and having a fun day of learning to cut. Of course, the maneuvers we worked on at the beginning were essential in having success with the cattle. On the drive home, I got to thinking about these basic exercises and how I take them for granted. By putting in some mindful practice, I learned a lot about pressure and the cues. Was I being consistent in both placement and pressure? Was I releasing at the right time? As a rider, if I can get better at the basic level, it will definitely help me at the more advanced level. Now, the following weekend, I was supposed to help out at a safety on the trail clinic here in town. One of the stables adjacent to the river trails was hosting the event. The trails along the river do have quite a bit of homeless encampments along them and there have been reports of some riders having trouble. The clinic was advertised on Facebook and at the stables, which has the capacity to hold 250 horses. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure exactly how full it is. The clinic was two afternoons, one of basic horsemanship and one dealing with the problems on the trail. The cost was 100 bucks. Participants would get a can of pepper spray, a whistle, and some other safety equipment. But you know what? The clinic only got two signups and the host had to cancel. Now you guys are listening to this and probably a couple of other podcasts, so I know you're interested in learning more about your horses and horsemanship. What is your experience? What type of clinics or lessons do you look for? Are they only in your chosen discipline, sorting, obstacles, equitation, 
Or do you sometimes look at alternatives? Do you have a budget? It would be great to hear about your favorite clinic or workshop. What made it special? What did it cost? And what about your worst? We won't run anybody down, but I'd love to hear what you didn't like. Were there too many people or inexperienced horses? Could you understand the clinician? What about the stuff they taught? Was it what you were looking for? I remember one two-day cow clinic I attended several years ago. The host provided breakfast as we talked about what we would do that day. They also provided lunch and dinner, which were great times to review the stuff that worked and didn't work. I found that talking about what happened in the clinic helped me remember some of the things I had learned. Yes, you dear listeners are a diverse group. But when I ask for your input, you always seem to step up to the plate. Tell me about your clinic experiences in an email to john at wopodcast.com. If you're not good at writing, you can record an audio file and attach that in an email to me. That will do it for this show. But before I go, I'd like to tell you about the Shoulder Relief Cinch by Total Saddle Fit. I've been using mine for almost a couple of months now. Before I got it, to be honest, I didn't really think that much about my cinch. I mean, it's just that piece of tack that goes under the horse. The shoulder relief cinch has a unique shape that conforms to the way my horse is built. I like the fact that the leather comes up above the buckles and protects my horse from getting galled. The company says the most important feature is that the shoulder relief cinch actually redirects the latigos of the saddle to prevent the saddle tree from interfering with the range of motion of your horse's shoulder. If it's time to replace your cinch, check out totalsaddlefit.com. There's a 30-day risk-free trial, and it doesn't matter where in the world you are, shipping is absolutely free. That's totalsaddlefit.com. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And every episode is on wopodcast.com. Do you have an idea for the show? My email is john at wopodcast.com. Check out the Woe Podcast on Facebook. Share a few photos of you having fun with your horse. I love seeing that. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram too. Thanks again for listening and sharing this podcast. That's how we grow. So until next time, for Renee, this is John Hare saying, Go have some fun with your horses. Bye-bye, everybody.